welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast was created for unfiltered conversation, which always leads to cringy comments, sound advice, and obviously a lot of laughter. So come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back. Put a cork in it, you know, with your faves. I'm Houston. I'm Monica. And yeah, Ben. <laughs> oh, Ben, you don't talk yet. I haven't even oh. introduced you. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> you guys can't see me, but I'm just hunched over in disappointment. It's okay. Um, I'm going a little too harsh. Ben is bringing the energy, and that's what we love to see. We have an awesome podcast lined up for you today, talking about glowing up, getting confidence, that sort of thing. It's going to be a blast. Also, if you're not following us on Instagram, what are you doing listening to this? Like, how do you even know that a new episode drops? Well, you know it one that drops every Friday and Tuesday. But <laughs> you're not getting the inside scoop on Instagram at Put a Cork in Individual. Give us a follow. Share it around, leave some comments, slide in our DMs, all that stuff. We love I that love stuff. I love that. I love that so much. And guys, if you're like, I don't know about this episode, like it, it might be okay. Like, I don't know if it's going to be that great. The, the guests that we have on today, well, you know, Ben, Ben's already interjected me, but it's fun. Ben and Monica went and got coffee one time. And apparently it's juicy, so stay tuned to the end. Listen to the whole thing. You won't be disappointed. Wow. And without further ado, our guest, Benjamin. <laughs> Is that my cue? <laughs> what up, everybody? <laughs> um, Is your real name Benjamin? Yeah. Total <laughs> shot in the dark by, yeah. by me. And his last name isn't listed on the Zoom call, so I just, I had nothing to go off of. Okay, this is Ben Morgan, everyone. He is a student at Miami University, the best university in the entire world. We are not biased. Um, and I feel like it's been a long time coming having you on the cast, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm super honored to be here. Uh, love your guys, this little, little podcast you got going. Um, especially over quarantine and all that, it, it felt like a friend group to run back to, um, listen to people have conversations. It really felt like, you know, part of a combo. So super excited to be here. Um, Austin, love your guys' vibe together. So excited to, to see what we, we get going here. Let's go. Wow, Austin, we have a good vibe going. How do you feel? Uh, you know, I knew it from day one, yeah. if we're being honest. But to hear from the fans is always special. So thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> oh, that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just keep gassing me up. Well, yeah. we'll it'll be a constant thing. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, you know, obviously Ben is a great human, but that is not really why we brought him on the cast today. Um, we brought him on to talk about something very specific. And I'll tell you that this topic hit me kind of recently um, when I went back to Oxford, as you guys know, for like five minutes to get my ID, I forgot to say hi to Austin. We've already touched on that. Anywho, moving forward, when I got to Oxford, I was getting lunch with people, you know, just catching up. And the amount of times that I heard, well, have you seen Ben Morgan? And I'm like, well, no, like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, well, he has just had the biggest glow up, like, surely you know what we're talking about. And I'm just sitting there perplexed because the amount of people who have told me this is alarming. At least, literally at least 10 people in some way, shape, or form. And so with that, this idea sparked in me and I was like, Ben needs to get on this podcast and talk about whatever a glow up means, first of all. But then also reflecting on Ben as a freshman to who he is now has seen some major changes. So we just kind of wanted to dive into that because I think this is something that happens to a lot of people and specifically men in college. I think this happens a lot. So I guess my first question to pose to Ben is when you hear the word glow up, 
you know, what are you thinking? How would you like Webster definition that? Yeah, well, first off, I appreciate the gas. 10 people, that's, that might be a little bit too many, but I appreciate it. Um, so defining glow up, I think you can like, if you Google glow up, I'm sure it'd be like, you know, looking more attractive, you know, coming across as more confident. Um, but I think what I would like to define glow up as is like becoming more confident with who you are. Um, and also, you know, like spending time, like investing in yourself um, and, you know, caring about your, your, yourself individually. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that's great. Austin, what are you Googling over there? Oh, believe me, when he said, I'm sure if you Google it, I, it's exactly what I did. Uh, pulled up Urban Dictionary here. Maybe not the greatest thing, oh, but risky. this is a pretty solid, pretty solid. It's not risky. I, I proofread it. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's clean. We keep the PT <laughs> here for the most part. A glow up is a mental, physical, and or emotional transformation for the better. Oh. It can be both natural or planned, as well as being gradual or quick. Wow, that is a, example, that is a good urban dictionary definition. Example, she, <laughs> she really had a glow up since last time I saw her. <laughs> okay. That is, that is by werewolf underscore girl on April 15th, 2020. So Shout out. Thanks. Thanks for them. They will never <laughs> listen to this, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure somewhere down the line, maybe hey. it'll come up. In the words of Justin Bieber, never say never. But all I can say is, I think that was perfectly said in combination with what Ben said and the Urban Dictionary definition. And I think the funniest part of that definition was, can be planned <laughs> or natural. So Ben, did mm -hmm. you plan this glow up of yours? No, I was like thinking, like there's no way I planned it. it just kind of, it was gradual and it just kind of happened. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So okay. now I, I guess my next question would be, was this a, a physical, mental, or emotional glow up that we're talking in here? <sighs> yeah, no, that's, that's where we start getting deep into it. Um, I would say it kind of hit all aspects. Um, starting off, I think what I kind of realized as I was like preparing for the, the topic, um, I think a lot of it is that we come from high school and then college, it's a whole different mindset. I don't know, Monica, I know you were a cheerleader in high school, so you did the sports thing. Austin, don't know about you. Um, but you come from this background where you can kind of like count on your exercise being there. Um, you have like certain set in place routines. And then with that, you like don't have to really worry about what you eat because you know you're exercising a lot. But when you come to college, that's kind of all on you because you're balancing school, social aspects of being on campus. Um, and then you got to find time to exercise and then eating right comes along with that. Um, like I kind of was looking at the dining halls. I'm like, it's the easiest time to eat healthy, but it's also the easiest time to eat unhealthy. Um, <clears throat> and like making exercising or just like sweating in general, a part of your routine. And so then not like if I work out, I can have ice cream this day. It's like, no, I work out every day. Like let's not like change how we respond to that. Um, Another aspect that I'll touch upon is like clothing and fashion. So like what was stylish in high school was, you know, like maybe the Nike shorts and like a high school football shirt. And that dude, was Nike like whatever. elites though? Dude, those were, those were heat in high school. If you had a pair of those on, like you were stunned. You were like, yeah, I spent $12 on socks. <laughs> what of it? Right, right. <laughs> And so like you get to college and you're like, shoot, my like football shirt's no longer cool. Or like my Nike athletic shorts aren't the move anymore. And so like looking at what's popular, but then also like adding in your own flavor and character to it. So you want to be true to yourself, but also like look good. And so, yeah. And I think the other thing, like with emotional, it's confidence in like, I know one guy, I'm not going to mention his name. You know who he is, emphasize the importance of failure. And so I think like there's a certain confidence that comes from failing, whether it be um, social, academic, and like this is a continuous process that we're all on. An example throughout there is Walt Disney, he was fired from Kansas City uh, Star for lacking imagination. And so like he didn't just quit there, but that like lit a fire under him to go chase his dream. So I think there is like an importance to being let down and then like building yourself back up that like gets you to a place better than where you were before. 
So maybe with that example in particular, and maybe, maybe this is your example. I don't, I don't know enough about you just yet to say this, but maybe it wasn't uh, necessarily planned out. Yeah. But sort of guided to you in a way that you right. were like, okay, wait, I'm noticing this. Let's act on it sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would say that's fair. Yeah. That feels very accurate. And I think, first of all, the first thing you said about coming from sports and practices and eating whatever the crap you want and not even think about it. And then you come to college and you're like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> no one tells you that if you're not practicing four to five days a week and just like moving your body all the time, that your eating habits should probably change a bit. Um, and so first of all, relate to that hardcore, but then also I think I relate to the fashion aspect as well, because when I came to Miami, it was all preppy everything. And that's why I went to high school. And then all of a sudden it was like, if you aren't sporting Lululemon head to toe to class, like if you were wearing jeans to class, what are you doing? And that was like, for me, a huge reality check. So I relate to this on a girl aspect as well. Um, so I think that's huge. And I think let's talk about the people who contributed to this glow up, whether that was the fashion, the exercise, whatever, because I feel like there are some key players slash how did they impact you? Like what made you want to look up to them and apply what they were doing? Yeah. Um, first for, for exercise, I'll start there and eating healthy. It was definitely the guys I lived with, um, in the dorms. They, uh, you know, seeing those guys go to the gym every day, um, or maybe not every day, every few days. And then like eating healthy in college, being around that really made it easier for me to do. Cause you know, you don't want to be the only one at the table eating a salad and seeing everyone stuff down, you know, tater tots or cheese sticks. Like it doesn't always feel good. And, um, for, for fashion, that was definitely, I mean, I can call him my name, Lance and Michael. Um, those guys, like, they knew how to dress. And, um, like, what I learned from them, there's, there's this misconception that I didn't own a pair of jeans till I got to college, right? And that's, that's you know, not a great look. But what happened is I didn't have jeans that fit because I played high school sports and I was a lineman and that required being, you know, a big guy. And when I got to college, like, it was easy to, you know, shed some of those pounds because I wasn't chugging two protein shakes a day. So I didn't have jeans that fit. Um, and so they helped me understand the importance of having clothes that like look good on you and fit your fashion, but like also fit well. Like you can spend X amount of dollars on a, you know, Lululemon shirt or Vineyard Vines, this, that. And if it doesn't fit you well, like it's not going to look good. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of times that these men, Michael Archibald, Lance, Levanchev, and Ben went to the mall to shop. They went to the mall more than I did in college. And I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, no, that's a hundred percent true. And when Ben got jeans that day, I remember the day you bought jeans because it was literally like the shot heard around the world. Oh my gosh. Okay. And do you feel like did you feel more confident as you were wearing clothes that were like more, I don't know, like collegiate, if you will? Like, did you feel more confident? Did you feel like people noticed that? Yeah, definitely. You feel, you feel more mature. Cause like there is that whole, I'm wearing like, you know, maybe it's khaki shorts or athletic shorts. You kind of feel like you're still like a kid running around. But then if you're like, you know, dressed jeans and you got like a button up and you're looking good, like you feel like a man, you know what I mean? Um, but then something else I'll, I'll give these guys a shout out for is like, they pushed me in a good way. They were, they were like trying to help me out. Um, so I think as guys, it can be easy to not want to take advice or be like, no, I've got it down. And so like, you know, being humble and like knowing that your, your friends have your best interests in mind and like taking their advice, um, like a guy like Lance, he looks great all the time. So like, you know, just being willing to hear him out on what he thinks looks good. So I think that can, that can really get you a long way. I'm just, I'm so hurt. I wear like shorts and, and joggers. <laughs> no, there's nothing, oh. nothing wrong with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not, 
I I have never been a jeans guy myself. If I'm dressing up, it's always like khakis and like different colored khakis, not just like the straight chinos. You know, I got some navy ones that are really nice. I got some gray ones that are really nice. Like I could step it up if I want to, but like I just have never found a pair of jeans that I'm just like, man, these are awesome. Yeah. It takes patience. It it takes a lot of patience on the jeans. I will say that. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I recently just found my new favorite pair of jeans. So, I mean, it just, you know, it takes time, but also, Ben, don't take it personally. Austin is just sensitive on this topic because he has been kind of roasted um, in past podcasts about his fashion choices. But, you know, (laughs) I think that you're doing the best you can over there, friend. I don't even like I, I don't know what you want me to say I'm wearing Lulu this is this sweatshirt's Lululemon so shoot, like shoot. shut up it's the only Lululemon I own shout out Carly she got it for me for my birthday it was sweet oh, yes. so comfortable what I wear a it good, all the time that is a good girlfriend gift that is a very good girlfriend gift okay so let's talk about all right I'm gonna give everyone a little bio real quick on Ben from my perspective So Ben's freshman year, no one knew who Ben was. Like genuinely, it was just kind of like, you know, you knew that he was a freshman, but he wasn't making like a big splash in terms of our like crew Christian community. I actually only knew you when you went on a trip with our mutual friend, Michael, to Eastern Europe. So I would just say Just a small trip. Just a little small trip. Anyway, and I would say when you came back from that trip, you got really close with Michael. So then I started to get to know you more because you were hanging out with Michael. Um, But Ben, thinking back to you then and even those pictures of you on that trip, compared to you now in terms of like what you look like, but also like your overall presence, everyone in Miami crew community knows who Ben is. And that's not to hype him up. It's just like fact. So to me, that is so interesting. Because how do you go from someone who's like in crew, flying under the radar, to someone who's emceeing the meetings, everyone knows who you are, huge personality, making people laugh. Like, I just have to know the inside scoop. I mean, it's been... I mean, I just can't not know any longer. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that that's a great question. I kind of reflect on that a lot myself. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with um, warming up to people or a group. Uh, I know, like, I can see it in freshman guys here. I meet a lot of freshman guys on campus, and I can see myself in them when I first got here. Um, you don't know really what to put your time into, what to invest into, like who's really got your back. You're in this new like high school, what it's like thousand, two thousand kids. Here it's like sixteen thousand. And you're like, where do I where do I turn for community? Where do I turn for fun? Um and when I really, you know, found myself having a place in crew is when it, it kind of changed for me. Um and that what what came with that is like a confidence uh to be myself and um yeah, and just having guys that built me up, like you said, Michael, um, and other guys that made it super easy to become involved. Uh, and like, once you find one connection or a few connections that you're really close to in a group, it just opens everything up. So I think that's not just applicable to like crew here in Miami, but like anything. Yeah. That's really good. The amount of wisdom coming out of your face is just incredible. <laughs> Wow, that is a good compliment from Austin. He does not say that to me. Appreciate that, Austin. (laughs) Wow, I knew there was going to be bro vibes between you two. I knew it. I told you both that separately. I knew it was going to happen. And, you know, he's not as, according to his Zoom background, he's not as open about it. But I see the Bengals flag in the Yeah, it's hidden in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I got my banner over here. Like, I've already got, like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like, I got this dude's back. I'm in. I have a Bengals fact to share with you guys. So Joe Burrow, obviously you guys know him. Um, He dates a girl that I went to high school with. No way. Yeah. So like she literally showed up to the Heisman thing. Like she was in all the footage. 
Like it was so crazy. So, you know, that Mason connection, Cincinnati, let's go. Five one three. I mean, go Where back. Where they meet? Not to stray far Ohio off state, yeah. probably. Yeah. We can stray. Yeah, so she went to Ohio State. He was there for his brief stint at Ohio State. And then quick three years, not quite brief, but all right. <laughs> okay, I realize that after I said it, but thank you for that. As you can see, Ben, there's always a little a poke yeah, between a the little, two of us. A little banter there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's a pretty cool fact. Honestly, today I was talking to people about how I feel like I have no cool connections to famous people, so that's about all I got. But, you know, go Bengals, even though they're horrible. But uh, It's pronounced Who Day. <laughs> and um, they're about to get the dub this week over Indianapolis, the Colts. And the Colts are coming off a tough one last week. Yeah, against I did the watch Browns. That. Yep. Okay. Don't so want to stray too far, but back to back to the whole. <laughs> anyway, content. back to what we were talking about. Um, okay, so I think friends is the key player here. Is yeah. In order to feel established in college, shockingly enough, you have to have friends. Um, and I think you got plugged in with the right people. Like Michael Archibald is the definition of connector to everyone in right. the Christian community in Oxford, Ohio, quite literally. So like to be friends with him was, I mean, to take out emotion was a smart move. Not that that was your motive, but I mean, that just gave you connections to anybody you could ever want, you know? Um, yeah. Austin, I'm curious if you had a similar experience. Like how did you get really plugged in to like a good friend group the man's name's ivan died jr uh we know he's been on the cast i'm actually flying out to houston on this not tomorrow but next wednesday to go spend some time with him but uh Fun. i can't remember so i was on the track team here ivan obviously an, a track star himself I can't remember if it was at the Athletes in Action meeting or who I asked, but I was like, my brother told me to get plugged into Athletes in Action. Like, I just got to find someone who is involved. And I can't remember, like, how I actually got to that first meeting, like, who told me about it. But I, I'm pretty sure Ivan was okay. in there somehow. If it wasn't Ivan... Like, I saw Ivan at the first meeting and was like, oh, I know Ivan. I'm going to sit next to him. Yep. You got to have that person you can sit next to. Now, not that anybody asked about me, but I'll just give you guys a brief. Um, Please. Uh, freshman year. <laughs> um, I think sure, Lance, yeah. Lance, who is a also someone who has been on the podcast, the very first one, in fact, he kind of hit on this when we first talked, but I really came into crew – guns a-blazing and I mean like I was coming to Miami for crew basically so I really just inserted myself <laughs> and like basically I kind of forced all the girls in my dorm hall to come to crew with me the first time and just kind of made my own group out of it so I feel like mine was not as natural as your guys's of you know natural connection to somebody else who connects you to somebody else I feel like I kind of made people be friends with me which um worked out you know I'm still friends with all those people so I'm not going to say it wasn't a good strategy but maybe something I wouldn't endorse for your average freshman hopping on to a campus but anyway enough about me um here's also my question Ben as you're going through this transition of, you know, becoming more established and whatnot, were you like sensing this within yourself as it was happening? Or was it just kind of all of a sudden you have this moment where you're like, wow, I've really, you know, grown up since I first stepped up, up to 
I don't know, Oxford, I guess. If I may say, the Urban Dictionary definition did say gradual or like quickly. Yeah. So I guess it's, did you notice it was happening gradually? Or was, was there that big moment that Monica was talking about? It's like, huh. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I think like Monica, you said, you heard about me after I kind of like got to know Michael um, after we went to Eastern Europe together. Um, and then continuing off of that, that, that same summer, I went to Ocean City for the whole summer on like a crew trip. And so like, what I realized when I got back from that is word gets around. So like everybody knows your name, but not you. And so like that definitely made it easier to kind of break the ice with people. Um, they like had an idea who you were instead of you're just like out of nowhere, like meeting people. So that was super nice. Um, and then again, like going back to how um, connection oriented Michael is like, he wants everyone to know everyone. Uh, he wants all his friends to know all his friends. And so like, I remember going to my first like social with the organization and he, he like whispers in my ears, like, tell me anyone you want to talk to and I'll get, I'll make it done happen. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I was like still kind of shy at the time, but I just remember that moment vividly. And I thought, you know, I was like in a good spot. So I felt a lot more confident. Um, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's true. If you go on a summer mission with crew and then you come back, you're pretty much, everyone knows about you because you did what you were, quote, supposed to do during the summer. So then you got, you got a good um, position set before you. But here's what I'll say. Michael Archibald himself had a glow up going into his junior year. And so I can only imagine his energy wanting to plug you in based off of his new energy being more confident in himself for a lot of the same reasons that we're talking about with you whether that's like physical relationally etc um so that's kind of funny it's kind of a chain reaction in a way you could say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could, you could say that. <laughs> yeah um austin i feel like you were sitting on attack over there <laughs> I was just, I was, I was just going to say, you know, we've established that Ben has obviously gone through this awesome transformation, but like Ben, if, if you had to say like a couple of things, like what would your advice be to, I guess, the freshmen that are on campus now? Yeah. So funny story. I was, I was walking through campus last year and I saw a guy I went to high school with and he just looks at me. He's like, where do you like, you know, get involved? Like, what do you do at Miami to make it fun? And like, what, what kind of came to me at the time was like, just be passionate, find something, find people that you can invest your time in. I think what I experienced the most, most growth in college is when I put my time into some, my free time wasn't just me sitting at home watching YouTube or like scrolling on social media. It was like actively doing something like meeting people um, and whether that's like, you know, an organization like crew, if it's Greek life, it's a, like an academic organization. Um, and then like investing in your hobbies, uh, whether that's, you know, lifting. I know Monica's big into the skater boys. So if you want to skate, like that's always a plus. Um, traveling, if you want to, you know, travel, that always, you know, breaks you outside of your, your everyday mold. Um, and then, you know, chasing after your friend, like your, your close friends, going into deeper relationships. I feel like that's the advice I'd give to people. Um, yeah. Wow. I think you're right. The wisdom that's coming from this human is incredible. I feel inspired. <laughs> like I'm ready to go back to college again. How are you feeling, Austin? You know, I'd be lying to you if I didn't, if I said I didn't procrastinate some assignments that I'm going to have to get done after this, but <gasps> I got the, I got <laughs> the energy now. Let me tell you. <laughs> one of them I just need to submit and one of them's like a paragraph I have to write it's really not that bad oh, thank easy. you we were all really stressed so thank you for giving <laughs> us the specifics oh it's all good but um, no I mean like that's so true uh I mean like it's so especially now it's so easy to just like sit in your house and just like watch whatever's on the tv or I could up on a podcast with some real genuine people and you know meet Ben who's still at Miami and now it's like wow I can meet Ben and we have a mutual connection now and this yeah. is sweet yeah now we're best friends <laughs> yeah I mean pretty yeah. much 
I mean, guys, I don't mean to state the obvious here, but you both live in Oxford, so you could, you know, hang out <laughs> if you wanted to. Yeah. And I'll get your deets after this cast. Oh, already. yeah, yeah. We'll make we it. don't want to throw that out there. On, no. Yeah, just on, in on case. Wide yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we could throw out Ben's digits and just see what happens. But yeah, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, something I want to point out is, you know, I haven't thought about a skater boy in a long time, but there were some skateboarders, like, clustered. Um by this ramp type structure when I was running today and I didn't really get any vibes like I didn't even think about it so I think I might be over the skater boy face mm, sure sure all right um but <laughs> oh I think my gosh things are clicking in my head and I'm laughing really hard why are you <laughs> laughing <laughs> a story for another time off air I hate when you do that you are the definition of yeah, well, we'll save that for off air. And then I'm sitting here in anticipation, so I can only imagine how the people listening feel because they never get to hear what your off air story is, you know? Well, I mean, if you want the people to know, I mean, just, just tell me. It's still your show. So instead of talking about what's going to happen off air, let's keep, let's keep the focus on air, okay? Um, and I have another question for Ben, and this is really diving into a different, a different area that I think we're transitioning. Thank you. I would say you have had a lot of men in your life in college who have, I'm going to emphasize the thought they knew the ways of women and <laughs> attempted to guide you in that respect. But let's, let's actually take it back to freshman year, as we've been doing. How confident were you in talking to girls freshman year of college on a scale of 1 to 10? Negative. Oh, sure. <laughs> Maybe not negative, just not, not high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is great. I'm glad you answered that way. So now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident would you be in just, like, saying hello to a girl that you, like, see at a coffee shop? Seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So everyone, I would yeah. like to say there's obviously a progression here. Negative unknown number to a quote seven. And so that is a pretty big leap. And I'm curious to know, I guess in your own um, words, what were the things that really contributed to you making this seven plus leap in the department of women yeah i think as as i was you know younger ben freshman ben i think you always somehow like go to worst case scenario so like in a situation like that if you're at a coffee shop and say hi to someone like the worst thing that can happen is like maybe you freak them out a little bit like i don't know it depends like what you say what you do but like you know just being confident um but not like cocky uh so like being you know assured in who you are um knowing that you're you know, a good guy you're you know put time into yourself and and just going for it like i don't what's the worst thing that could happen is seriously just like you know a no per se yeah wow that is very good wisdom short and sweet Austin, yeah you never really had to deal with this though because you came in with your boo so you never really had to do this whole transition. Wow. You know, some of us are blessed. And, you know, thank goodness. I, I've been out of the dating game for, or the, I'm in the dating game. I have been out of the whole searching and, tr like, I don't even know the scene. I don't even know what you want to call it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I have been not single for a long time. Let's, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. And, you know, there are a lot of perks that, that come with that. In, in regards to um, not ha having to deal with this, I think there's still some things where, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure Monica knows, like, I have, like, a lot of platonic relationships, like, with other women, and, like, I enjoy hanging out with, like, other girls, like, um, and I think, like, one of the biggest reasons why I have, like, many girlfriends is, like, I'm a decent listener. Mm. Um, like, I, 
I, I joke and I interject a lot on this podcast, but I think like I'm a pretty, I don't want to say like superficial, like I'm not just listening to like get my next word in. Like I'm actually taking in what you're saying to me and I will like remember those things and ask you about it. Like the next time I see you type of thing. I think that's one thing that's helped me out just be, being friends with girls in general. Yeah. yeah, Austin, I'll, I'll throw some gas on that, dude. Like, I I was listening to some of the old podcasts, and, like, Monica would be going back and forth with some girl, and then, like, you'd just be sitting there for, like, 10 minutes or something, and then you tie up a 10-minute conversation in, like, two sentences, and they're like, wow, you really, you really got it there. <sighs> so, yeah, no, and, like, something, too, upon the, the lines of listening is, like, everyone can always, like, get better at it. I think it's at least... I don't know. I know Monica, you're super extroverted. I'm super extroverted. Like instead of making connections to what they're saying to something I did, but just like really taking in for what it is instead of like throwing myself on top of it. Um, is yeah, that really makes people feel, feel loved. So yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Every sentence it's, it gets better. I mean, geez, Ben, you're really outdoing yourself here. I, okay. I can totally attest to Austin, you've been such a great listener, and, you know, not to go back to the off-air combos, but I was literally pouring my heart out to you the other night about a situation, and you were just, like, listening wholeheartedly, offering advice, like, and so let me just tell you guys, Austin is my co-host, but first and foremost, he is my friend, and I've literally only been friends with him since May? I don't even know. Well, I, I met you back in the fall. Um, I went to a, a UC football game and then came back, and you guys were all at JT's apartment, the flat, as they called it. Oh, yeah, 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 swag. I do remember that. That was a good day. That was um, a good day. Ben, I also want to touch on what you said about extroverted, and I can get really hyped when I talk to people, and that can come out as okay, I'm barely listening to what you said because I just, like, want to talk about something exciting. Let's, like, talk about something fun. And I have definitely grown in that area but still need to grow in terms of, okay, let me actually listen to what you're saying so that I can respond to what you said and not bring up a new topic because I think there's so many things I can't say. I mean, there are literally millions of things in my head all the time that I can just spit out. I mean, I could talk to a brick wall for a good, I don't know, five hours. So that's never an issue. I think the issue really lies in, are you willing to have the patience to focus on someone, make eye contact with them, not interrupt them, and then be able to like, recap what they said and be like oh am I hearing you right like this is actually really cool what you said and then that person feels so like cared for and they're walking away thinking oh wow like that Ben guy's really cool you really listened to what I said instead of just like inviting me to the next thing to do after the meeting but he actually listened to I don't know what I like to do um which is really cool at, at men out there the, the bar I mean, in my impression, the bar is pretty low. Like, it's pretty easy to do those things that Monica just said. So if you're struggling, it's not that hard to implement here. Talk about I mean, actionable steps. Yeah. Yeah. You got I, phone, notes in your phone for a reason, right? <laughs> oh, shoot. And if you no, like, you know, above and beyond, you can also record this information. <laughs> um, well, I will say, recently um, a guy remembered something I had told him. I was like, oh my gosh, like that never happens. And it really stuck out as a really cool thing that I didn't even remember telling him that he remembered. So I will say that does gain you some brownie points with the female population, if you were curious, um, which some of us are single and some of us are not. <laughs> Hey, I can all, always apply things to my relationship. It doesn't stop after you get the girl. Just saying. Wow. If, if you think it does, write that one down too. You're done. It's over. Yeah, there there is an epidemic of a boy being very awesome in the beginning of a relationship and then just meow, if you know what I mean. So I love I love that you just said that. Wow, Carly is a lucky gal, people. 
She's the best. I love her. Oh my gosh, the L word. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, Four and a half years, people. Wow. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> hey, if you guys didn't know, um, Austin and Carl- Shade, like, if I haven't years. said that, if I haven't said that, like, like that's, just, that's a red flag, maybe? I don't if, know. If I'm not that, saying that to boast. Ugh. If that fact is not thrown out at least once a podcast, though, we can't publish it. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it, it, it has become sort of a meme, if you will. It, it has. It's like absolutely no one. Austin. How I'm many years did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone um, breathes Austin. I've actually been in a relationship for four and a half years, if you were wondering. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, so going, man. it's okay. We love you. So anyway, going back to confidence with women you know, such a good topic. Um, my other question is, were you like super lenient on the advice of the older guys that you were friends with? Was that your main source of, you know, wisdom or were you seeking other avenues? Like, I'm just curious where guys even like learn things, I guess. Yeah, no, that's, that is a great question. I think there's a lot of information out there, but where you get it's important. Um, so like definitely friends and like firsthand experiences can be super helpful. Um, something I appreciate, you know, from one guy, you're going to get this perspective, like, like, oh, this happens. And then like, I don't know, like you should, pers- um, what's so we continue with this or not do this. And then you talk to someone else and you're like, know if I like that and so you can really just like find a line uh between different people um yeah as for advice on the internet like you know if it fits like your worldview if like I don't know if you're a podcast kind of person like there's a lot of podcasts out there about relationships so that's also an avenue um but yeah I think the more the, the better is if you are interested in pursuing information on that sort of stuff regarding relationships yeah yeah, that's really good. And I like what you said is you should ask a lot of people to gain right. different perspectives and kind of find your happy medium. Because I feel like I have been the same boat of you ask one person, they're like, whoa, huge red flag. <laughs> you need to run away. And then the next person's like, oh, girl, that's fine. Like, you just keep on keeping on. So that's like, okay I need to keep asking people keep feeling this out because I'm getting extreme opinions but also I think you know those people that you never ask for relationship advice from like you know amen (laughs) yeah yeah which I mean we love those people as well but like you know asking them would be more harm than good I guess is what I'm gonna say like awesome you have amazing people to ask for advice like your brother, you guys are both in committed relationships. I feel like that would be a great one to ask. I have my older sisters. Both of them are married. Um, Ben, I think your sister is still single. So I don't know if you'd really want to ask her, but like you could. Um, (laughs) Don't mean to like flex on her like that because hey, we're all all in this together. Um, But you know what I mean? Like you have those built-in people in your life that are really awesome. Sorry, Ben, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, Austin, like, what advice do guys come to you for, you know, in the four, four and a half years, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, there was a, there was one time where one of my buddies was hanging out with me, and he was like, hey, like, I, like, just started dating this girl, and, like, I really like her, and I just want to know, like, what do you do that has, like, worked so well, like, because obviously, like, his words not mine it's like you and Carly have been dating for like some time now and like I I always preach communication like communication is usually the number one uh like problem or issue is like someone's not communicating clearly enough or someone's just not communicating often enough and I will say most of the time that's me like I'm a horrible texter. Like sometimes it might take me a couple hours to get back to your texts. Like, it's just something like, I don't know, like 
when I'm with people, like I put my phone down and like, I'm try I try to be very present where like, you know, sometimes like an urgent text pops up and I'm like, Oh, it's just a text. Like it's not going to matter. But like, sometimes there's more weight behind it than like you think there is. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I guess, I mean, so, most of the guys that, that would have come to me for advice, like just like ask me what I think straight up or, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to say. No, I, yeah. think that was, I can't. Yeah. No, I think that was good. I think what you're saying is really good of communication because I think that stems from the beginning of someone doesn't necessarily have to be the male, but someone has to be clear and communicate how they feel in the beginning. And then that has to continue for the rest of the relationship or it's just not going to work. You're constantly going to be secretly frustrated with each other, etc. So I honestly think that's some of the best advice that you can give. And I think that has a lot of credibility coming from you. Um, and the fact that you say that that's still something that you have to work on, I think just really emphasizes the importance of that. So I think that was really good advice. You're always learning. You're always working. And I'll, I'll hit on something you just said. You were talking about uh, going back to like listening. Guys and girls, if you're on a date or with someone and they have their phone away the entire time, like talk about a green flag. Like that is, that is where you want to be. So I think that's super important. Um, someone's like engaged in the conversation, not caring about what's going on in the, the social media worlds or the, you know, the Twitter worlds or whatever. That's yeah, that's super great. So that was something like that really struggled. I struggled with like in high school, like especially when Carly and I like first started dating. Like she was like very introverted, and I'm like pretty extroverted, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I can't like, like I don't even know like how to keep this conversation going. Like I don't know if she's not interested or like, <laughs> like what's going. Like I'm just trying to like word vomit my way through like some of our dates and I'm like oh my gosh like what do I talk about and it was really hard at the beginning but we worked through it and here we are here we are four and a half years later if I if I can say that um you said it not me yeah for once yeah 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 um I think that's that's so huge Ben I mean it's frustrating even when your friends do that you're trying to hang out and they're like on the gram and I'm a I'm a huge offender of this so I'm not trying to flex on anybody because I do it too but I think you're right that is huge on a date but I think for me that's like a given so I would never even dare doing that on like a first initial date but then I think as you I don't know like would you say you and Carly are more relaxed with that now that you've been dating for a long time and feel like Oh, if you're scrolling on your phone and I'm scrolling on my phone for a few minutes, that's fine. Or is that so? Depends on the setting, okay. I'd say. If we're just like hanging out, watching a movie on the couch, like not a big deal. But if like we're sharing a meal together or like, you know, I, I really appreciate like when we're in the car together, like we have like some of our best conversations when we're driving somewhere together. So I think that is like, to answer your question, it depends on the, the scenario, if you will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> we yes, will. We will. Um, I just think that's so tender about the car rides. I love that. I don't know what else to say. I mean, just don't act. over here smitten. Oh, that is so cute. Okay, my hopeless romantic is coming out, so let's move forward. <laughs> okay, so now for the moment that everyone has been waiting for. The juice of the podcast. <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're a fan of Lizzo, you know what I'm talking about. Just kidding. Anyway, so here we go. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to figure out the timeline of this. In the spring, I went home for the weekend and I get a call from Mr. Morgan that says, Hey, I said hey. <laughs> Hey. And I'm like, okay, I really think I know what's coming because you were just like beating around the bush. So finally, I was like, in very Monica fashion, I said, Ben, why did you call me? He was like, oh, I'm just wondering if you want to get coffee sometime. I was like, sure, I would love that. So, you know, great times. Hangs up the phone. Great. I drive back to Oxford. 
because I was only there, only home for a night. And like 40 minutes back. You know, give or take two minutes to 10. Thank you for that. Shots fired. Anyway, so we're going back to Oxford and I, you know, get ready for the coffee. I, I was honestly expecting Ben to just shoot me a text like here, but no, came to the door. Hey, hey. I remember I asked you if oh. I needed a jacket. You said maybe. So I brought my jacket. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I remember that detail. So then, you know, we get in the car, we're driving. And for those of you who are not from Oxford area, do not know anything about Miami, let me clue you in real quick. There is only one coffee shop that matters in Oxford, and that is Cafenia. But here's the thing. Cafenia is a hub for everyone you've ever known. Like, the person that you met the first day of college to your, like, best friend is, like, always going to be there. So I'm hoping and low-key praying that Ben is, like, not driving to Cafenia. Like, could he be going <laughs> somewhere else? Just because I'm like, I don't want people to see us and like make a big deal out of it. Because at this point, I don't even know necessarily what this is. I'm like assuming it's a date, but I don't really know. So anyway, get to the coffee shop, whatever, opens the door for me. Very good. Good points. Get to the cashier. I'm like, I honestly apologize for how just, I was just being honestly very extra on this date. I was getting samples of the almond milk. I was chatting it up with the barista. She's trying to give me eyes like, is this guy gonna pay for your coffee? Are you on a date? I'm trying to give her eyes like, bro, I don't know. And so Ben, another point for him, pays for the coffee, great times. So we go to this little, you know, two-seater table and chairs. We're having a great conversation talking about, we went on the same summer mission with crew. So we're talking about all of that, great times. I'm like, wow, this is going so well. In walks a mutual friend of our community, to which, to which I personally kind of wanted to hide from because she's the type of gal who's well-connected and would, you know, be able to share this information that Ben and I were out together to several people, which not that I wanted to hide it, but I just didn't know what was going to come out of this. So I was just trying to be chill. So she doesn't notice us for a while and then all of a sudden she comes over and she's like hey mon hey ben and we say hey she's with her boyfriend and she hey. goes, and she goes i really thought mon i really thought you were on a date with someone here but then i saw ben so you know i figured otherwise and <laughs> i mean it was like time froze and i felt like i was in a bad movie I mean, Ben, how did you feel in that moment? Yeah, I think I'd like to emphasize, like, the the lack of, like, either of us really know what was going on. <laughs> so You maybe, could say the communication was lacking. Yeah, you could say it was definitely lacking. Um, it was, like, an idea of mutual friends, and so I was like, sure, why not? Um, but then, like, when that happened, it was just like, oof, like I didn't even, the wind just got sucked out. And then we just both kind of looked at each other and just like nodded and we're like, well, that, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even know. Ben and I just chatted with this girl and her boyfriend for probably five minutes because that was like the least awkward thing to do. And so then this girl's like, okay, well, I'll let you guys get back to your coffee. And Ben and I are like, okay, cool. Like have fun. And I, Okay, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we maybe talked for another like 20 minutes and then you were like, do you want to go? And I was like, sure. And then <laughs> you dropped me off in my house is basically how it went. Yeah, I, I think you're right. <laughs> so the reason I share this story is because a lot of reasons. One, this I hope that this never happens to any of you listening because genuinely it was horrible for me. It was horrible for Ben. Like he had been bold and asked me and then just kind of got a little slap in the face unintentionally. So that that's first why I share it because I just want others to be aware that this does happen. So if it does happen to you, which I hope it doesn't, you know, roll off the back. You're fine. Number two, look at us now, Ben and I totally fine hung out multiple times this summer. I mean, just a blast. So 
don't let that deter you from having to avoid the person for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think also my reason in sharing this story is I really want Austin's thoughts and maybe even in hindsight, like what would you have done if you were Ben slash if you were me, whatever. Oh, that is, that is the million dollar question. I'm going to postpone that till after I wrote down some thoughts here of uh, what was going on. Ben, first of all, you did all the right things. You went to the door and picked her up. You didn't text her just saying here. That's a big, that's, that's another green flag, like you were saying. You opened the door for her, but I think Kefenya, it's the double doors, and it's just absolutely the worst. Like, there's, oh, yeah. I cannot stand this. It's like, all right, I just opened the door for you. Like, there's another door. Like, do I grab the second door, like, really quickly and just, like, make her wait? Like, or does she open the second door? That... <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Wow. Yeah, that's a million-dollar question there. That, I mean, who's designing these double doors, if we're being honest? Someone who uh, is single, apparently. <laughs> thirdly, you, you took her to the coffee shop, a very, uh, you know, price-conscious date, but still, like, intimate in a way <laughs> where there's, like, a lot going on. So it's not, like, high pressure on, like, the conversation because there's a lot of noise in the background. But it's still intentional, like, you were, like, in your own little section, like type of thing. You paid for it, which is always a good thing. And, you know, I, as far as like, you did all the right things in my, my mind. Um, the, the question of what would I have done when this person said, oh, I thought you were on a date, but then I just saw that it was Ben. Like I, I would have been, uh, the eight in me would have came out and been like, well, that's kind of harsh. I mean, like, what if, what if I, like, I don't know if I would have said that or thought that, but I was just like, I mean, that is. It's I, hard to recover from that. It is <laughs> difficult. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a pretty confident guy myself, but that's just, I don't, I don't know if there's coming back from that. Like, if, if someone says that so, like, convincingly. But you don't want to buy into that, obviously. Okay, well, that leads me to my question about this, now that we're in a place where we can talk like it's a science experiment. Um, like, when she said that, were you just like, okay, this is over, like, we need to skirt, like, the idea of Monica and I happening is, like, a no? Because I feel like, for me, if I was the dude, I would be like, oh, someone from the outside is not even seeing this as a possibility. Like, maybe it's not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm curious to know what you were thinking. Yeah, I think we already had it hard from the jump, considering like how well we were like, you know, buds at the time. And so that was like, you know, kind of tough to like, I, I like you said like how do you how do you bounce back from that one <laughs> so yeah I, I would love to hear your perspective on that like what, what were you like uh. I was just like I'm trying to think of a metaphor to really because there is one it's just not coming to me like when she said that I feel that I personally deflated and I immediately was like okay and then I started thinking from your perspective and I was like, okay, Ben is for sure not gonna like probably be into this any further because that is such a, I don't even know, <laughs> like such a downer of a comment. And so I was like, yeah, this is probably it purely because like this just kind of clinched it. Cause I honestly, before that wasn't really feeling one way or another. And then when that happened, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this a sign? Like, I just feel very overwhelmed. And then I feel like without it being said, it was like we kind of got up and that was kind of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that was well said. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm surprised the hopeless romantic in you didn't even like want to like even try. Oh, well, the hopeless romantic in me was like, oh, if Ben asked me to, like, go on another date again, I totally would have. So that was definitely 
because I mean, hopeless romantic, I have the hope always. And sometimes it's a very irrational hope. But in this case, it was kind of like 50-50, you know? The rational part of me was like, oof, don't really feel like that's going to happen. But then purely the hopeless romantic part of me is like, Monica, think about all of the things that could happen. It's very irritating. Like, shout out to all the hopeless romantics out there. We're in this together. It's a tough journey. Anyway, so no, I definitely did not totally throw off, off the idea. Yeah. But holy... Well, you know, I mean, it was an experience for the ages. I mean, you and Ben are going to share that memory for years to come. We can always bond over that one, yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, still great friends today can still sit down and have a great conversation and share laughter with one another. I mean, I just, I feel like it's, it, it may have been for the best. I mean, starting from the bottom, now we hear that story is a perfect depiction of that song slash I'm kind of happy this happened because this story is a crowd favorite with everyone I share it with. So that's kind of amazing <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah i think that is the positivity that we need to wrap that one up with and finish with everyone's favorite segment of what are you into lately you know i'm just stealing all of the you know intro outro type thing today i'm kind of loving it honestly i'm so um, proud of you. i really am then uh i'm sure you've listened before yeah um, little recap you know this could be a thing a meal a movie any type of you know really what thing are you loving lately and i think we always let the guests go last so i'll go first and what i have been loving lately is walmart sells these like liter bottles of sparkling water flavored sparkling water and they're like 52 cents uh, I, there's like three in my mini fridge, like a, a wild berry, a black cherry. And then there's, get this, this was like the questionable one, but you know, 52 cents, whatever. Cotton candy. Oh, it was the most bizarre flavor, but like, it was one of those things where you like, couldn't like put, couldn't put it down, <laughs> but I don't know if it was good or not. The jury's still out on that one, but you know, shout out intermittent fasters, zero calories. You're looking for anything outside of your uh, your eating period. So that's been that's been the thing. I've been waiting for freaking Walmart and Kroger to restock Fresca like it's my job, but yeah. still still not there, man. So yeah. we're we're getting by. Is there like a national shortage or something? Uh, Coca-Cola stopped production of Fresca to produce more bottled water for COVID relief. Oh, well then shout out Coca-Cola. That's incredible. But okay. like Fresca is freaking amazing. Sorry. All right, I, uh, I yield the rest of my time. Let's think about the <laughs> pandemic up in here. Okay, so I would say my favorite thing recently, I feel like it kind of fits into this category, but not really. So recently I've been playing a lot of pickleball. Um, And for those of you who don't know, it's like a miniature tennis, but with like a paddle instead of a racket. And the ball is just kind of your classic wiffle ball, plastic, et cetera. And it's my favorite thing, but then also it's like my least favorite thing right now because I'm trying to get better at it. And so it's really frustrating when I play really well with someone one-on-one But then when I'm on a team, I'm nervous to let the other person down. So, you know, I get a little nervous. So (laughs) I I like playing it a lot. I think it's so fun. But at the same time, it's also frustrating me. So it is my favorite thing. But then a little sprinkle of I'm annoyed with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ben, for the affirmation. I was nodding in agreement. Sorry, I just love roasting you. Okay, Ben, hurry. Say yours so that we don't get in a fight. Yes, so I played pickleball the other day, too. Super fun game. Uh, Anyways, um, I think just fall in general. uh, I think this time of year, we really appreciate the nice weather days. So, like, going outside when it's 60 degrees, like, ah, this is so nice. 
Um, and then pumpkins, apple cider, all that. Um, and then something else I picked up, I have a friend who, who swam in high school. So he goes to the rack and swims. So I've been joining him in the pool and, and swimming some laps. And, you know, that's just been super, you know, gets your mind off school, off the things that you're stressed about. And it's just like a super, super good, uh, relaxing exercise to do. So, yeah. Dude, I need to get in the pool. It's like the best yeah. workout in the world. Yeah. Wow, that is something I would not like to do, but I'm very happy that you have found that. Also, did not think that I was going to take you as a fall guy. I'm kind of thrown right now. Summer's better, but fall, fall is good. I, this is like the first year where I was like, wow, I'm really, really ready for fall. I don't know if it was just the pandemic, like trying to get onto a new season, but like, I'm like, I put on like sweatpants today and it was too hot, but I was still committed to wearing them. And I just like sweat for no reason. Like it was like, Austin, stop forcing it. Just wait a week when the cold <laughs> front comes in. Stop forcing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's true. I think you guys are experiencing more of a crisp fall than I am. Um, currently being in the South because fall is so beautiful and Oxford specifically. So, you know, soak it up, send me a picture of it whenever you feel the need. Cause I do, I do miss it a little bit. Um, currently 55 in Oxford right now. That is so, that is just prime. Totally prime. Wow. Okay. Well, all I want to say is, Ben, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your vulnerability in terms of us rehashing a very uh, <laughs> interesting moment. Um, and also, Austin, thank you for your wisdom um, because that's just what naturally comes out of a four and a half year relationship, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> How many months is that? <laughs> Do the math. So over 48. 54. Now, Something that, like that. That feels a little conflicting. <laughs> um, well, I really enjoyed having you both here. Um, I think this friendship is definitely going to blossom. And if you guys don't hang out at least once, I will be a little bit upset. Um, to all of you listening out there, I hope you gained something from this because I know I did and I'm not even in college anymore. So I think we all had something to learn. Um, you know, really invest in awesome people because that's how you're going to grow the most. I think that was my biggest takeaway. Um, but we're really excited with what the podcast is doing. We're so encouraged by the feedback we're getting, the engagement we're getting. Always follow us at Put a Cork in an Official we're giving you the goods and I hope you guys have a great weekend and we'll catch you next time.